0: Hello, I'm Dango Rose and you're listening to the Mountaineer podcast in conjunction with the Mountaineer newspaper, the voice of the peak to peak, online and in print, brought to you by Mountain Vale Media. Now, listen in for the show. This is the Mountain Ear Podcast, and I'm Marianne Rosen, bringing you stories, history, or lore from or about the mountains you live in. This week's story is about newspapers, then and now, and our own Mountain Ear. Years back, before the advent of the radio or television, newspapers were the way people got their news. Most printed publications came out on a daily basis, with a larger, more comprehensive edition coming out on Sundays. This was true of local newspapers, as well as those carrying more statewide or national news. But even those had metro sections geared to specific areas in which subscribers lived. It was not uncommon for people to read several newspapers a day. This held true even as radio became an additional source of entertainment and news. 60 percent of homes in the United States had radios by 1934 and by 1940 most families listened to the radio on average four hours a day. Radio allowed for a quicker turnaround when reporting breaking news But even with this secondary method of news reporting, printed newspapers remained as the popular method of news communication. Television made a few more inroads and a minor dent in that popularity. Approximately 50% of homes owned televisions by 1955, with most homes having them by 1960. The morning, 6 p.m. and 11 p.m. news broadcasts became another way to receive news coverage, though these programs tended to gear their reports towards statewide or national news. Even with television's inroads, newspapers remained the primary way of receiving news. Morning coffee and breakfast, including a newspaper or two or three. Relaxing after work and dinner included reading the afternoon editions. With most or all of businesses closed on Sundays, a lot of families would have a relaxed breakfast while reading all of the various sections of the Sunday editions of several publications. This was also the heyday of the paper boy or girl, those young entrepreneurs on foot or bicycles who publishers depended on to deliver their papers. And although daily newspapers peaked in the early to mid-1900s, Printed news remained popular until the early 2000s. The signs of future decline, however, were showing. Afternoon editions of newspapers began disappearing, and as after school was the most popular time to hire students, fewer afternoon circulations equaled fewer paper boys and girls. By the late 1980s, the majority of afternoon editions, along with paper boys and girls, had fizzled out. Not necessarily related at that time, but coincidentally, internet news came into existence in the late 1980s. By the early to mid-1990s, though, people could get all of their news online. At this same time, Sundays began opening up. For many, Sundays were no longer a day of relaxation Long Breakfasts, and Reading the Sunday Edition. All seemed to coalesce, and newspaper readership began to decline, along even with some viewership of the traditional nightly news broadcasts. Since 2004, the United States has lost roughly a quarter of its newspapers, including both dailies and weeklies. Weeklies had begun to exist in the late 1990s, early 2000s, as some dailies dropped first to twice a week and then to once a week. According to some accounts in 2018, those stating that they received most of their news from print was only 16%, while 20% cited social media and 33% cited news websites as their primary source. People listed social media, news websites, podcasts, TV and radio as their news sources, while print newspapers lagged far behind. At the end of 2019, the United States had lost more of its newspapers. Again, in 2022, it was estimated that daily news circulation had declined by 13% more and Sunday by 16%. Gauging digital audiences for the entire newspaper industry is a bit more difficult since many daily newspapers do not receive enough traffic to their websites to be measured. For the top 50 U.S. newspapers with an average of 8.8 million unique visitors across all devices, digital news was also down a bit in 2021. These numbers, however, do not include the Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, and the New York Times, which do not fully report their digital circulation. The biggest decrease, though, was in local news coverage, which has continually declined every year, including 2023. These reductions have left roughly 70 million people in places with news deserts. Today, more than 200 of the nation's counties and equivalents have no newspaper, and no alternative sources of credible and comprehensive local information on critical issues. Many communities that lost newspapers were the most vulnerable, those struggling economically and isolated. This decrease in publications due mostly to the 50% of people preferring to get their news digitally and the one-third also likely to watch news on TV has been a detriment to local communities. Local news is something that reminds people of what they have in common, their shared challenges, culture, and community. Joanna Dunaway, a professor and research director at Syracuse University's Institute for Democracy, Journalism, and Citizenship, has stated that the decline of local newspapers has contributed to the rising polarization now seen across the country. National news tends to frame everything in America through the lens of major conflicts between only two sides. One of the things local news does is to remind people that they are facing the same challenges. The coverage reported is what is most important to the people who live in a local area. Without local newspapers, there is no watchdog of school boards, city councils, town government meetings, and courts. The chroniclers of high school sports teams, community events, arts, and music are missing. Researchers in disciplines such as political science, sociology, and economics have identified three ways strong local newspapers build a sense of community and trust in our democracy. Local journalists sometimes set the agenda for debate of important public policy issues, and as a result, their influence is felt with the stories they publish and their editorials. Advertising in local newspapers encourages economic growth and development of local businesses by helping them connect with local consumers. Local newspapers also foster social cohesion and political participation by putting into local context issues that may only be seen as national ones. Local newspapers, although business enterprises, are also civic institutions. They help residents understand what is happening in their community, put into local context national issues, and help the community understand what interests are shared with their next door neighbors. They are seen as one of the best ways to mobilize grassroots efforts to address local issues. Historically, state and national papers have relied on small local papers to initially report on events, and decisions that later become state or national headlines. Hometown papers record the ebb and flow of daily life. When a community loses its newspaper, residents become reliant on news outlets in adjacent or faraway counties for coverage. Weekly newspapers often have an outsized impact on the community, but their closing rarely makes headlines outside of the community where they are located. Many local weeklies have been purchased by larger newspaper chains, and decisions about closing those weeklies tends to be based on money only, and not the journalistic mission of a local publication. At the heart of the issue, losing local access to news takes away a resident's access to critical information that will affect the quality of their lives, including on topics such as education, health, politics, governance, and infrastructure. When a community loses its newspaper coverage of routine local government meetings, they also lose transparency, and efficiency tends to decline. Local newspapers also employ many who end up without jobs when a publication goes out of business. Not all of the news about local newspapers is dire. There are many who have stayed in business. Most often, these tend to be independent publications who have kept up with the times and have added more than only their print circulation. We here in the Peak to Peak and Nederland region are lucky to have a local news source which is not only still in existence, but also thriving. In business since 1977, the mountaineer has stayed current. Under the ownership of Christian Vanek and with managing editor Barbara Hart, The newspaper has added more online content, more social media, and has digitalized archives. A new website, mobile app, and video publication are in development. The paper has added a podcast and has a YouTube channel in the works, all of this while still investing in its print publication. Website subscribers seem to be a solid 10% growth each year since 2021. Podcast listeners are trending up, and bucking national trends, print circulation, has increased. Vanek wants the community to know that part of the paper's mission is to provide advertising services and promotion that will help the local economy and local artists. He was quoted as saying, end quote, I think there's a lot more we can be doing to promote local artists and local musicians. I think we will really be working closer with this community over the next year." End quote. With offices in Netherland, Central City, and Blackhawk, the Colorado award-winning Mountain Air has consistently reported on stories about people who live in the mountains, columns about thought-provoking issues, local news, music and arts, news of upcoming events, local government news, school events, and stories that affect life in the peak to peak. They also offer ads from the businesses in the area reaching the entire mountain area and community. All of the things the paper provides are what the political, sociological, and economic researches have deemed important for an area. The paper also provides employment to a number of full and part-time workers, as well as contributors, along with interns. The Mountain Ear delivers the local news you want and need 52 weeks a year in our peak-to-peak area. Until the next story... Listen in next time to the Mountain Ear Podcast for another mountain tale. I'm Marianne Rosen. Thank you for listening. And that's it for our show. Subscribe online to get access to more news, weekly updates to our community calendar, and a link to our YouTube channel by visiting themountaineer.com. Be sure to use the coupon code podcast when subscribing for a 10% discount only available to our listeners. I'm Dango Rose. Thank you for listening.